What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Joy back at it again. Friday night. It's been a minute since I've been on Friday nights, but I figured I'd give y'all a little something. I was actually supposed to do a show with uh, another content creator, but uh, plans didn't work out the way we uh, needed it to go. So, uh, this was an impromptu live. So what's happening, people? I hope you guys are good on this Friday night. Let me turn this down a little bit and uh, welcome those that are new. If you guys are tuned in for the very first time, salute to y'all. Smash that like while you guys are in here. Subscribe if you have not subscribed. This is the Rico Report brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. What's happening? I hope you guys are great. And uh, I know, man, you guys don't have to be here. It's Friday night. You guys could be doing other things, but you guys are here. For those that are, appreciate it. Much love to you. And um, we got some things to, to kind of, you know, we jump into tonight. Feel me. Um, and, uh, I mean, obviously, the the obvious scheduling. Scheduling is uh, is uh, it's been great. Um, if you guys haven't uh, been really peeping at the schedule, um, schedule is is favorable, challenging, because we got some dogs on this schedule. But the way they've spaced out a couple games, it 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 kind of aids us a little bit. It doesn't put us as too much of a disadvantage. Or we're just completely screwed. Y'all throwing the gauntlet at, at us and kind of not giving us a break a little bit. Um, with especially what you I mean when we're down last year. I mean, a lot of folks uh, have been, uh, I mean, are not, are not uh, shy uh, to you mean, little, go back and say, hey, man, we went through a whole bunch of stuff last year. So uh, give us a little break, spread things out a little bit, and see if we can now uh, work things out. So the one thing that uh, stands out right off the bat is the Miami game. Miami game was what early, early in the season. And uh, I mean, you guys saw what it was, man. The Heat was was killing us. You know what I'm saying it was killing the team, was killing everybody. So uh, they kind of spaced things out. So salute to the league, salute to the I mean the schedule creators because I'll tell you, man, that is is not easy because I'm sure they've got a simulator that kind of puts things together, and then you got to kind of go through it. All right, does that make sense? No, that doesn't make any sense. You got to make it for 32 teams. Holy jumping! So uh, salute to them, man. I mean, they made it work. They made it happen. And at the end of the day, well, that's what really matters at the end of the day. So uh, welcome once again, folks. Um, before we get into schedule talk and all that good stuff, fam, Stevie Franchise, what's up, fam? I see you, bro. Uh, do we sweep the AFC East? Are we confident in the additions of what the Bills have done this offseason that we can come in and just take care of the East and call it a day? Are we confident in that? Or are we like, hold on, pump the brakes a little bit, it ain't going to be that simple. It ain't going to be that easy because not only have we made some some some, some, some good moves this offseason. I mean, we're limited. We're obviously limited in terms of cash. We're limited in terms of how many picks we had and et cetera, et cetera. Um, we were still able to come out with some, some decent pieces that would help this team. But did we do enough to give you the confidence in this team that we can go in there and sweep the East and dominate like we've been of taking care of business the last few years right last year we had some, some challenges where they were kind of pushing us at the end a little bit but we came in and, and had a, and strung some some um some good games together we went on a, a nice streak but uh nonetheless we squeaked some wins out and we obviously finished with a 13-3 record now could we have uh improved on a lot of things in this in the season obviously man there were a lot of games that man we should have took care of business easily but that's not the way the, the league works, man. <laughs> Everybody's studying you. I mean, 
uh, and it's it's a regurgitating league, man. So you have one coach that was with this team and brings their philosophy over here, and then now it's over here, and, and it's just a mumble jumble thing. So like, if you've had experience coaching against someone, and you know their tendencies, obviously in division, things become a lot challenging, a lot more tough uh, to handle. But uh, I think it's uh, it's gonna be fun this year. I think it's gonna be fun. I think I'm I'm actually very excited for this year. Why I'm very excited is because it's a lot a lot more parity. A lot more parity. There's, there's not very many lopsided where you're looking at something and you're like, man, like, why are we going to, why are we even going to play this game? You can't say that about, he, gone are the days you can say that about the Detroit Lions. Man, we're playing Detroit Lions, man. Let's stack that dub. Detroit Lions, the last time I checked, man, they, they doing it. And the fact the matter is this, they get the first game, maybe a big prime time game of the year. So salute to the freaking Lions, man. I mean, the teams that we used to think that were not so great, they're doing all right. I mean, look at the Washington Commanders. I'm not saying, like, they're amazing, but, like, they, they, they were making some moves and some pushing at the end to try to really try to squeeze in and, and make some things happen in that NFC East. I mean, the Panthers, I'm saying Steve Wilkes being their coach, you would put them, pretty much put them out to pasture, man. Bring them out back and pop, you're done. But those boys fought for, for their coach. They fought. And you know what I'm saying? Put some put some wins together, thinking that you lose Christian McCaffrey, you think it's all done. It's it's a wrap, man. And the Panthers really fought. They fought as heck. Now, can I say the same thing about the Cardinals? <laughs> the Cardinals, they they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be because they're. I mean, obviously, Kyler Murray is is, is going to be coming back from, from injury, but they they still got D Hop. You know I'm saying uh, Hollywood Brown. Saying made his way out there, so you know what I mean. Like he's they, they got the Buddha Baker still out there, so I mean they, they got some pieces out there, but like not what they used to be, man. The last couple of years they were they started off hot and then just went cold, and then last year was just not good. You know what I'm saying so are, there are some teams, but for the most part, teams that used to be buns have really come along. They've really come a long way. My man James is like, yo, the Lions are my second team. That's my second team. That's my number two team. I mean, I don't know if I can have a number two team. I used to when I was younger, when I was like, I like this team. I like that team. I used to, I mean, when I grew up, I was like, I was Bills all day. Like, we had a rule, my cousin and I, when we, when we played Madden, because there's so many, we would call teams that are ours. We had three teams on top of ours that would say, that's ours. So you want a player on that team, you can't grab them. So you can go all around the league. I don't know how we came up with this rule, but the rule was the rule, is Bills are mine. You don't, you can't can't go and try to poach anybody off that team and the the other teams that i had were the raiders <laughs> i had the steelers and i can't remember who the other team i i think most of them were afc raiders and steelers for sure i was like you can't touch anybody on the raiders you can't touch anybody on the steelers done how and why we came up with such a ridiculous rule i think we were like i think we were like 10 10 11 or something something silly anyway uh but yeah having two teams i mean hey, hey your prerogative man uh but i don't know if i could if i could you know what i mean invest all the, the all the love I have for one squad and try to take a little bit and spread it out to another team. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> I do not know if I can do it. But um, this show, folks, I mean, it's not going to be a super long show, but I always say this and then we end up going forever. But uh, we're going to go through uh, each game and uh, we're going we're gonna to see where we have the strengths to try to take this game, the additions of this team, and the, uh, and, uh, the matchup. Will we match up well against this team? And uh, we'll go through the uh, the whole uh, the whole schedule, 
and we'll see how many games that we can come out and win. All right. And um, right now, Vegas is the over-under is 10 and a half wins for the Bills. They got Kansas City Chiefs at 11 and a half wins. So I found that, I found that extremely interesting uh, that they had that uh, popping off. But yeah, I mean, that's, uh, they got us at over-under 10 and a half wins. How do you guys feel about that? Is 10 and a half wins too low? Is that disrespectful? Or is that appropriate? Is that appropriate? I mean, we got 13 wins last year. Um, and uh, we, we, we had some games where it was, it was tight. There were some games that they were tight. Don't get me wrong. We had some challenges. We definitely had some challenges. That Ravens, that Ravens game was no, no cakewalk. I mean, if not for Jordan Poyer stealing that game at the end, you know, that defense came through for us, right? So it's, uh, it's crapshoot sometimes. But, uh, yeah, man, Vegas says, you know what? Ten and a half wins. I say 11 wins for the Bills. That's what we're looking at. And they're saying, Chiefs, uh, I'll give you guys maybe 12. 12 wins might be for, for you guys. So, and the Chiefs would finish with 14 wins. So, very interesting nonetheless. Very interesting nonetheless. But I, I don't mind that. Ten and a half wins, especially with the, the AFC, the way the AFC is just loaded. I mean, I was just talking to my, 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 a homie of mine yesterday, and we were talking about the quarterbacks in the, in the NFC. And I was like, who do y'all have in the NFC? He goes, Dak, Jalen Hurts, maybe Jared Goff. If you want to add Kirk Cousins, but I, I ain't ready to add Kirk Cousins. And then you go through it. I, I mean, Geno Smith, if you will. Derek Carr made it out there. So, uh, and then maybe, maybe Matt Stafford. And, that, and I went down the list there. But really, if you think about it, there's like three or three quarterbacks that you'd be like, all right, cool. And then Kyler Murray, but I mean, Kyler Murray's hurt. But if you look at the AFC, like we got at least two in the AFC East alone. You know what I'm saying? Then you got Baltimore, Cincy. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to put uh, Pittsburgh in there right now, but you got Cleveland with Deshaun. You got Houston with their, their rookie quarterback. Indianapolis with the rookie quarterback. I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to do anything, but I'm just saying, like, there's some, there's some names out there, man. Up-ranked up quarterbacks that got drafted. And obviously, you got uh, Russ, you got Kansas City, you got the uh, the, the Raiders with Jimmy G. So, and then you got the Chargers. I mean, there's the boatload of damn quarterbacks in the damn AFC. So it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see how how this all shakes out and how we shake out with the the amount of wins that we get. Um, I got a comment coming from C Rose. What's up, C Rose? C Rose says, "Uh, I think it's fine, man. We are under the radar, and the team will have a chip on their shoulder. I mean, I hope they have a chip on their shoulder." And I hope that they, 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 now that everybody is coming back from certain injuries and we hit the rehab hard and we're, we're back to almost 100%, I would love to see that. I would really love to see that. But, I mean, we'll just have to let it play out. We'll have to let it play out and see how it plays out and, uh, and go from there. But, I mean, if you look at the win predictions that the league has for everybody, I'm going to share that a little bit with you guys. So I'm looking at uh, – I'm looking at it right now. So if you, if you look at Arizona, they got Arizona. Excuse me. Let me just go to Buffalo first. They got Buffalo at 10 and a half. All right. So 10 and a half is the over under. The Dolphins, they have them at nine and a half. They got the Jets at nine and a half. And they got New England at seven and a half. I think New England is apropos. I think that's, that's about right. Seven and a half wins. Maybe seven and eight. Maybe a little less. Maybe six to seven, give or take. Uh, but seven, seven is all right. 
9.5 for the Jets. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the question mark. I mean, but we see the additions they've made. They've got themselves a quarterback. I mean, you can see that it's, they're going to be pushing for 10 wins, that's for sure. The Miami Dolphins, over under nine, but Mike Clay says, you know what, I got them at 10 7, 10.5. So they're getting bought 11 wins, and they got the Bills with 12 wins. So Mike Clay's like, yeah, I got the Bills at 11 and a half. I give them 11 and a half, I give them 12 wins. So very interesting nonetheless, man. But when you look at other teams like Cincy, they got Cincy at 11 and a half, they got Baltimore at nine and a half. They got Cleveland Browns at eight and a half. So they're not fully trusting the, the Cleveland Browns just yet. So they have about nine wins. Now, nine wins is right on the threshold. So we'll see how that plays out, man. Pittsburgh at eight and a half. I mean, they got their second-year quarterback. So we'll see how that – that's a little tough to, to see. But Tomlin always has his boys ready. You ain't never going to find a, a, a Pittsburgh team not ready to roll, not ready to have their Air Force Blacks. You know what I'm saying? The Air Force Ones in black ready to roll because they, they're on – they're on that goon time. You feel me? Um, you go to the AFC South, they got Jacksonville with sunshine. Sunshine over here at nine and a half. Tennessee at seven and a half. I can kind of see what's going on. I mean, Tennessee's that's another team that's like, uh, I don't know, man. Shout out to my man, uh, Ibrahim Hassan. What's up, Ibrahim? I see you, brother. Um, oh, yeah, my Lakers are playing tonight. You know, you know what's good. We got to close them out tonight. Need to. Uh, Tennessee, seven and a half. You got the Colts at six and a half, which is appropriate. You got a rookie quarterback that is a project. Nobody, I mean, people are calling him a project, but he's they see they see he's raw, but they see some really good potential out of out of Richardson. So we'll see. Um, we'll see how how that plays out for the uh, the Colts here. You got Houston Texans at five and a half, so they don't really quite trust. They're saying C.J. Stroud and Davis Mills and how that's going to play out. They're really they're not. There's no not quite the trust in there. Uh, maybe Garden Minshew uh, Minshew comes in. And uh, and holds it down in the first year, unless unless he gets beat. So that that will be fun to see how you know, saying Shane Steichen or Steichen uh, deals with uh, the boys up there in uh, Indianapolis. But uh, AFC West, eleven and a half for the Chiefs, nine and a half for the Chargers. Uh, they got Baltimore. Excuse me. They got Denver Broncos at eight and a half, and then they got Vegas at seven and a half. Always going to be tough in the West. The West is always going to be tough. I think what we thought the West was going to be last year is what they'll potentially be this year. I don't know what the heck happened to Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo or the, the whole West, but it just wasn't, it wasn't close. So I think, I think this year is when they, they make it what we were supposed to expect last season. Um, and then you go to the NFC East, um, Philly at 10 and a half, and they absolutely loaded up. We might as well call them Georgia Eagles for crying out loud. All them Jim, all them Georgia players on there. So, Ten and a half for the Georgia. Hey, you got me saying. I'm saying right now, Georgia Eagles. Uh, you got Dallas Cowboys at nine and a half. They're always gonna. They're always gonna be in the thick of things. Eight and a half wins for the freaking New York Giants, which we played this year. So that'll be fun. Washington Commanders at seven and a half. Uh, and you know what I mean, they got a new offensive coordinator. The enemies out there. So I'm actually looking forward to seeing the enemy. I really do want to see what the enemy brings to that table. Sam Howell's gonna be quarterbacking over there. Um, they got some. They got some receivers out there. You know how it is. So we'll see. And that defensive front is no joke. So uh, we'll be paying attention to the Commanders now that they're sold. Maybe you know, refreshing. Get new owners in there, and maybe it'll change things up. NFC North. What? They got the Detroit Lions taking the NFC North. I did not see that coming. I thought they would kind of have everything pretty much even, but nah, man. They got them at nine and a half wins. The Vikings at eight and a half wins, considering that the Vikings 
were a 13 win team last year. So they got them at eight and a half wins, but they were like a fraudulent 13 wins. You know that. Uh, even the win against the Bills, come on now, we gave that to you. Uh, the Bears at seven and a half, and the Packers at seven and a half. I don't think Jordan Love is going to be as bad as people. I mean, I don't want to call him, he's going to be bad, but I don't think Jordan Love is going to be as, as poor as they're making their record to be. I think he might, he, might, he might have these Packers still contending and still up there. But I really like the Lions. I think it's the Lions' turn to take over that division now that, you know I'm saying, Aaron Rodgers is gone. Kirk Cousins is just, I mean, that's Kirk. And uh, then we got Jordan, uh, you got Jordan Love that's going to be taking over. So I, I'm looking forward to that. I want to see what's going on over there, man. NFC South, nine and a half, nine and a half wins for NFC. That's what the, the betters are saying. They got him at nine and a half. Over under, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, they've loaded up on some. Uh, they got some good free agent pieces. They had the money to spend. Eight eight wins for the Atlanta Falcons. Seven and a half for the Panthers, and six and a half. Even with Baker Mayfield, the former first round top ten pick, they got the, the Buccaneers at six and a half wins. They didn't even. They didn't have the respect to give him this man eight. <laughs> they said, Nah, fam, you look at that six and a half. So, uh, and if they do as poorly as they think they will be, they might be even worse. But are they that bad? I thought Tampa was okay. I guess we'll find out. And then last but not least, the NFC West, San, San Fran, they got San Fran at 11 and a half wins, a 12-win team, which makes sense. Uh, Seattle at eight and a half. I have some more respect for Seattle. They got uh, Cardinals at five and a half, which is apropos. That's, that's, that's about right. And then the Los Angeles Rams at seven and a half. So, folks, there you have it, man. So the worst team, is the Cardinals. They have the Cardinals and um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers here nearing the same amount of win totals. Five and a half to six and a half wins. That is interesting. I find that very interesting. But uh, I see that, man. By the way, shout out to my man, Jeff King. And he has a message for everybody. Shout out to uh, Happy Mother's Day to you and mom and your beautiful bride, Jenna. I appreciate that. Actually, um, I was actually supposed to go over to my in-laws this weekend and spend Mother's Day over the weekend. But uh, I was like, nah, man, listen, I'm going to keep it a buck with you, man. <laughs> I told her, I was, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I haven't had alone time all week. I go, I do the, I, for those that know, I do the overnight overnight shift, so I get home from the overnight, and we save a little cash on putting the little man in daycare. So I'm daddy daycare. I do daddy daycare until she comes home, and I spend a little time with the kids, and I'm, I go to bed. And I said, I got no time to just kind of, Chill out because my man is running a load of place, right? Nap when he naps. No way. Not happening. So, um, but yeah, man, my time. Go away. It's daddy time right now. Like, let me do my thing. Like, let me just kick my socks up and just let me just chill out. You feel me? So, anyway, uh, but happy Mother's Day nonetheless to everybody out there, the new mom, old mamas, mid moms, all the all the moms out there and that truly are mothers, not not the ones that you know what I'm saying that are causing problems and stress and all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them all. You know what I'm saying? There's sacrifices that are made that uh, have us where we are today because of mom. You know what I'm saying? Every one of us passed through the legs of a nice young woman and we are here. You know what I'm saying? So show, show some love to mom Dukes. And uh, I got to do the same because my mom is uh, in another, another province. So I got to show some love to her. Send her little flowers or something like that. I don't know. You know how it is. But uh, let's get into the schedule. The big time schedule that everybody's talking about and everybody's going nuts. So, folks, we've got six primetime games. Six primetime games, and 
those primetime games, although I'm thrilled about it, I'm absolutely thrilled about it because I love that everybody's going to be watching our bills. But for, for someone like myself that work overnight shift, right, or shift one, if you want to call it, shift two, shift three, however, I don't know how things have, people have it around the country or, or shift three, I'm sure. Shift one, midnight to eight, 11s to sevens, whatever the case is, it's killer. Because now you have to make a decision on how many days you're going to have to take off. Bam, it's killing me. I love it, but it's killing me at the same time, man. You're killing me, Petey. Yeah, I mean, it's killing me, bro. So now I got to I gotta go to the, hey, listen, man. You know what it is, man. I'm a Bills fan. You're a Bills fan, too, because my, uh, my manager is also a Bills fan. Not a hardcore, but he's a Bills fan nonetheless. So he knows what's up. So when I come and say, hey, man, bang, 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 this day, this day, this day, this is what's going down. So <laughs> get you better get used to it and recognize that this is what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a lot, man. So six primetime games. Love every bit of it. All eyes will be on the Bills. Pressure's going to be on, but it's not like we don't deal with pressure well, because we do. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the, the, the scrutiny that the Bills you know saying, were, were taking on was, yeah, you guys are great at blowing these teams out, but when the pressure's on and the scores are close, y'all don't know how to close it out. Well, the one thing that we can say is that there were multiple games that were my close and right to the end. And we, we, put, some, we put some Ws on the, on, the, on the column because of that. I mean, the Detroit game is a prime example. Detroit game is a prime example of that, right? But then you have games that, like the Vikings, that we just fall short. We fall short because we make mental mistakes and we just screw things up. Um, but nonetheless, man, like we have an opportunity to double back, double up, and uh, and clean the mistakes that we've that we've done in the past. That way, these these games that shouldn't be close aren't close. But when you have those division games, it's different. So, without further ado, let's jump into each game um, that we are going to be facing this year. And it starts off. It starts off. Let me just move my my banners here it starts off with the lovely uh, it's the new york jets man prime time new york Jets. so how do we feel about this game all eyes are going to be on us all eyes going to be on the bills all eyes going to be on aaron Rodgers. it's uh it's going to be out there everybody's going to be healthy it's week one there are going to be no excuses as to, oh, this guy was missing and you didn't have this person. Oh, no, no. It's week one. Everybody's healthy. There's no weather issues. It's not, not freezing outside. It's, you're ready to go. And the thing is, we're playing in New Jersey. I don't want to call them New York. We're playing in New Jersey. So we're on the road. And there's a, there's a sense of being a little more focused when you're on the road, right? No distractions. Get business taken care of. And let's go. I'm saying we went on the road to L.A. and we came out there and waxed the L.A. Rams. Right. But for me, I'll speak for myself. I felt that we were going to wax the L.A. Rams because I felt that if we faced them the year prior, if we if we handled what we were supposed to do, if we faced that team, I think we would have been clear cut winner. So when we came in week one against the L.A. Rams and we just handled business. I thought it was normal. I was like, yeah, I mean, that's exactly what I expect to handle them accordingly. So that being said, I got a super chat coming in from my man, Jason Miller. What's up, Jason? Jason said, your schedule is favorable considering no back-to-back -back road games. Back-to-back 
Exactly. Well, yes, that's right. No back-to-back road games minus the travel after London. That was the bigger one. I was like, okay, how are they going to play us come back from London, right? Now, the one, do, the one thing I do notice is that we go, to, we go out to L.A. I think we're, yeah, we're at L.A. and how they played that out. But we're going we're gonna to discuss that all. But uh, extra rest for Cincy and KC, and that's the big one. Those are the two big ones, right? And you got to handle business. You got to. They give you that extra rest for that. There are no more excuses, man. We got to handle that business. And then you know you're going to face one of them, if not both, in the coming uh, playoffs, depending if we finish number one seed, you might face one or two of them. So you got you to make sure you, you handle your business in the regular season. And the, the goal always is to get the number one seed. That is always the goal. It's never going to stop. It's always going to be the goal. There's no question about it. So uh, shout out to my man, Jason, for that super chat. I appreciate you, my G. Um, so let's go, man. The Jets. Here we go. Now, here's the deal with the Jets. So right now, the sports book, very early, have the Bills with the advantage of winning. But it's so tight. They have the Bills at minus one. So they're giving the edge to the Bills at minus one. They're saying an over-under, an over-under points is 47. That sounds about right. You know what I'm saying? Just under 50 points. You know what I'm saying? So you're looking at like a 22, you're saying 22, 24 type, type game, um, 24, 20 type game. You know what I mean? It's like something like that. So it could be a close seven-point game within seven points. I can totally see something like that happening because they played us hard every time, especially last year. So that game alone, do you guys see a W or do you guys see an L? Before we get into your W's and L's, let's look at the factors here. Some of the additions that the Bills have made, some of the additions that the New York Jets have made. So let's start with the Bills. I mean, you know what we've done. Uh, we brought in Mr. Dalton Kincaid, tight end out of Utah. And whether you want to call him a tad end, whether you want to call him, you know, he's just a big receiver, whatever, he, whatever you guys want to label him, he gets the job done. He gets the job done, and he's going to make sure that we, we are favorable in our matchup, right? We find the matchups, we find the issues, and we exploit them. That's what we've got to do. We've got to try to exploit them. So to me, when I look at the addition of Kincaid alone, that, that almost changes our, the way the offense is going to function. It changes the way the offense that people are going to defend this offense. So how do you, how do you double team Stefan Diggs and roll a safety over or roll a linebacker over and try to bracket him, or however you guys want to disguise your defense, and let my man roam free. And it's not like we have some scrubs on this team. They're not superstar names, but they ain't, they're not scrubs. And you put them in the right, the right environment, with the right quarterback, with the right, you say, in the right system, we can, we can make some things happen. I mean, a guy like Isaiah McKenzie, if, if we found the upgrade to Isaiah McKenzie, Big things can happen, and it's not like Isaiah McKenzie had a horrible year. It's just that we wanted more, and maybe we get more in Deontay Hardy, but we'll see. We'll soon find out. But Kincaid really opens this offense up to the other. And don't forget, we have, you know what I'm saying, Dawson Knox on top of that. So um, we have some, some, some wiggle room and some movement to, to really challenge uh, some teams. So Kincaid being added to the squad, um, we're going to go to the offensive line where, where we bring in uh, McGovern. Governor is going to be headed uh, to on the line. And one thing that um, our GM, Brandon Bean, said today 
is that, guys, the one thing about this team and the way, I mean, I'm paraphrasing here, the way we do things here is when we get you, getting you is the one thing. What you do after, that's when we're going to find out what we got. You know I'm saying the hard part is us getting you. Once we get you, man, everybody has to compete. So whether we, we drafted Torrance, you know what I'm saying, Osiris Torrance, but Ryan Bates is on the squad, Homer Covers on the squad, or David Andrews on the squad, everyone's got to compete. Just because I drafted you in the second, or just because I brought you in from free agency, I gave you X amount of dollars, doesn't mean you're going to have a starting spot. You're going to have to compete. And the best man wins. And that's the type of language I want to hear from my GM. But we also know that there's politics. You know what I'm saying? Politi politicians always tell you what you want to hear. You know what I'm saying? What I want to hear is that there's going to be competition and the best man's going to win the job. But then there comes a business side of it where we're like, hold on, I just drafted this guy a second round. What am I going to sit his ass? Man, hold on, I just gave this guy a three-year freaking contract worth 20-odd million dollars. What am I just going to sit his ass? So those, those, you got to factor those things in as well. So whether he means it, whether it's all true, we'll soon find out. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and, and look, you know what? Thank you for that because somebody just put it, I, I just saw the chat uh, and one of these, one of the, one of the comments came in, but I mentioned Kincaid being on the squad. I mentioned you know, Diggs being double team. Don't forget, we have an up, up, up and coming player in, in Khalil Shakir that although we saw glimpses of some really good things last year, he did have some drops. He had like a 50% drop, he was like a 50% drop rate, but uh, we, we still don't know too much about our guy Khalil Shakir, but we did see some good things that, got, that, has, us, that, that has us encouraged to see how he will fit in with Kincaid, with Diggs. So big job coming and big job ahead. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Dorsey, how does he exploit defense and get these guys you know, say, in, in successful positions? That's going to be on him. So we're all going to be watching. We all going to be watching. That's for damn sure. So, um, yeah, the, the addition of the Bills have made, I mean, a lot of teams have had to add a lot of players. But we, we didn't necessarily add a whole lot of players. But what I can tell you is that we have a lot of guys coming back. You know what I'm saying? We got Micah Hyde coming back. We got Jordan Boyer returning on a two-year deal. Um, we've got uh, Trey White returning from pretty much playing half the season last year and getting his, his wheels, you know what I mean, greased up and, getting, you know what I mean, his appetite back for the game. So this offseason is massive. So the real question is we have all these players coming back, some aged, some coming off of big injuries, some both. But will they be able to jump back into it and get right into that, back into prime time playing, right, the way that we used to, they used to be playing? That is the big question. We have no idea. We want to believe that's going to happen. We want to believe that it's gonna, we're going to jump right back into it. But we'll soon see, right? Now, you go to the Jets' side of the ball. The Jets, they made some moves themselves. I mean, I think we all know that, right? And Aaron Rodgers is the key component to this team. Aaron Rodgers is making his way over to the New York Jets. Last year had 3,600 yards passing, 26 touchdowns, 
12 interceptions. And for his standards, is low. For standards around the league, that's pretty decent. You know what I'm saying? You got a quarterback that gives you 36 touchdown passes and say 12 interceptions, that's pretty damn good. And some folks might say, he's regressed. I mean, if you look around what other teams did, you look around what other quarterbacks did, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty decent if you, if you ask me. I mean, just, just last year, what did Josh Allen throw for? Josh Allen threw for 4,200 yards. And he had, what, uh, 35 touchdown passes with 14 interceptions. So, uh, although, although he, 3,600 yards, I mean, he surpassed it heavily, but, like, he had 14 picks on top of that. So, um, listen, new scenario, new, new team. Who knows what Aaron Rodgers is going to bring? But for those that are saying, and I bring, I bring this up because, oh, he's regressed. Oh, he's an old man. I mean, you, we, we got to stop with this old man thing because the way the game is played now, these players are playing way longer past maybe the age of, you know, say 34, 35. Like these guys are going into their 40s, well into their 40s. I mean, Drew Brees was an old man. You know what I'm saying? And now it's to the point where even uh, Matt Ryan, like 38, I think he's like 37, 38. You know what I'm saying? So who knows what's going to happen with Matt Ryan? Because I think he might be a little, I think he's washed. I think he's done. Um, but maybe one team might give him an opportunity whether it's a start or whether to be a mentor, I don't know if he's ready even to take that role because there's a, there's a sense of pride as a player. Like, hold on, I can still play this game. You know I'm saying I was just in a shitty ass situation with the Colts, but hey, chose the Colts. You know what I mean? Or they chose you, whatever the case is. But anyway, um, that being said, though, you know what I'm saying? These quarterbacks are playing longer. So to say, oh, he's old. He's an old man. Don't worry about him. No, 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 no. He can still, he can still sling that rock. He can still sling that rock. That's for sure. Uh, I got a super chat coming in from Joey Hatch. Joey Hatch says, yo, according to Josh Allen, he knows how to beat Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is a very good quarterback. I know he's old, but he still gets the job done. So hopefully Josh Allen knows what he's talking about. I mean, I, I don't know if it's all jokes aside. I mean, these, these guys are buddies on the outside. So um, maybe that's just the, the running joke between the two. Uh, but I don't play the whole, this quarterback's old because these guys can play lot longer the way they've changed the rules you can't do this to that quarterback you can't do that you gotta you can't hold the dbs the way uh hold the receivers the way too many things have changed which prolongs the life of these quarterbacks so there's no sleep on aaron Rodgers. but anyway aaron Rodgers coming through with the addition of alan lazard uh you've got the returning garrett wilson they're saying they gotta they gotta bolster their line a little bit i think they made some additions to the old line and Brees hall returning who knows if he returns to the form that he was when he was in his rookie year. I hope he doesn't. I hope he does, but I hope he doesn't. If you catch, you catch what I'm saying. I don't want him hurting us in any way, shape, or form. But that's the AFC East. AFC East is full of guys that can play, and uh, we're, we're the hunted. We are the hunted. They're coming for us, and that's to be expected. That is to heavily be expected. So Jets, Bills, at New York. What do you guys got? We got us winning this game, or do you guys have us losing this game? I'm going to tell you right now, man. I don't think we sweep the AFC East. I think we split with the Jets. I think we split with Miami. I think we take New England. I think it's going to be a lot of what we saw last year. Question is, this game coming up, is this the one we win or is this the one we lose? That is the question. So I'm going to ask you guys, do we win this game or do we lose this game? 
is this a matter of is this is this the one that we we lose week one and we go on one i hate let me tell you right now man i absolutely hate starting on one there's something about that 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 on one feeling i just don't like it i don't like it man because that's how those just pile up man because like you lose let's just say we lose to the jet right we lose to the jet and i think week two who is it that we have week two week two we have the raiders and i'm not saying the raiders oh raiders the raiders i'm just saying things happen stupid things happen all of a sudden you're in an oh and two hole i can't stand it i want that win but i i don't know if you guys feel the same way about me man I want to win the first one. I really do want to win the first one. However, I think they squeak this win from us. I think they take this one. It's their home opener. They're pumped. They're ready to go. Uh, and uh, I think they, I think they just happen to be just the juice is there. You know what I'm saying? And the, the that stink that we had playing them last year might resonate a little bit into this game. Now X factor. Obviously, it's going to be Kincaid. It's going to be Kincaid. They got Mosley on that team. So that matchup is going to be interesting. But the biggest one is, is Sauce, man. Where are they going to match Sauce up? Are they going to put Sauce Gardner on digs and say, that's your man all day, shut his ass down? Okay, then we're going to depend on our other weapon. This is where Kincaid comes in. This is where the run game comes in, if we even decide to go with the run game. Um, so it's, it's a tough one, man. Week one, we're on the road. Do we like? I mean, but we went on the road against LA and we spanked LA. We spanked LA. So, ah, just for the sake, just for the sake, I'm going to say that we start the year off on one. And I hope I'm, obviously, you guys know, I hope I'm wrong. But I'm going to say week one at the Jets. Take an L. I put an L there. We take an L. All right. Um, my man Jason Miller says, "Yo, if we win Week One, I think an eight and will start is unrealistic. Isn't unrealistic? Then it's the grind of the schedule. But late by will help. Hundred percent. I feel you. And if we start, listen. If we start one and zero, I'm happy for it. Listen, listen. We could definitely go on a run, right? Because we're gonna go through the schedule, but it's it's not an easy first six. It's not an easy first six, but guess what? That's the same shit we said last year. Ooh, those first six weeks are tough. And we, we were mashing things up. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's, uh, it, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I'm going to say we start the week off, week one, with a loss to the Jets. I think we lose that one. And uh, it's, it's going to be a close one, but I think we lose that one. And even Vegas is looking at this and saying they got the Bills edged with a minus one. So that's just like, for me, minus one is split. It could go either way. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to give it to the Bills because the Bills finished with a division win last year. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Give them, give them that win and let's go. So at the Giants, at the Jets, I think we lose that one. Here we go. Raiders. So the Raiders come home to Buffalo. This is a home opener. There is no questions about it. I don't give a damn if they have Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, I mean, Josh Jacobs, which I love Josh Jacobs. Jimmy G's throwing rocks all over the place. Uh, I said, they don't have Darren Waller anymore. So that's a, that's a big one. Uh, your White is the backup running back out there. Listen, man. 
it, 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 uh, I don't care who you got. I'm taking the dub. So uh, week one, uh, sorry, week two versus the, the Raiders. I'm taking dub bills. I mean, there's no, there's no, and there's no and ifs or buts. You know how it is when it's home field event. When you got home field, there's just something about Buffalo. There's something about you're know saying a new era. There's something about Highmark Stadium. You tell me. I almost caught myself. You got there's something about Highmark Stadium that just on week one is just nuts. It's nasty. It's not a place that I recommend for you know, saying your team to go and play. I just don't. You know what I'm saying? And I think that we come out here and we absolutely give it to the Raiders. We give it to Josh McDaniels and Jimmy G. And although they got some great weapons on that defense, excuse me, on the offense, it's just going to be too much. It's going to be too much. And the Bills, we take that one. Give us the W. Now we're one and one. By the way, we got my man Rev in the chat. Rev says, hey, man, they did draft that, that killer tight end, uh, Michael Mary. Yes, they did. Waller, they replaced Darren Waller with him. You're right. So they also drafted Tyree Wilson to go along with Crosby. But I still think the Bills win. And like I said, I don't care who they got. There's something about when you go home, you're playing at home in front of the Bills Mafia, and all the festivities are happening, the weather is nice. It's just, it's, and, and if we lost to the, the Jets the week prior, based on how I think this is going to play out, they're going to come out here and want to motivate and crush the Raiders. Sorry, Raiders fans. You're going to get waxed. You're going to get waxed. Bills take that for one and one. All right? Week three. What do we got week three? Let's move. I got my, I don't want to say graphics per se, but I got, uh, I got my things up. So week three, Washington Commanders. We're at Washington Commanders. Here's the deal. Although I love the story, I love that the enemy is going to have his chance. Um, I think the, the Commanders are a good squad. They, they really pushed last year to make, I think they did make the playoffs. Did they squeeze into it or did they make it? I don't think they made it. Anyway, uh, did they make the playoffs? I can't recall if they made the playoffs or not. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. So what I'm trying to get to is that they got a young quarterback. They obviously didn't trust Tyler Henneke, so Tyler Henneke left. Carson Wentz, I don't know where the heck Carson Wentz is. Uh, I think they released him. I have no idea. But he ain't starting. And uh, it's, just, it's just one of those situations where it's just I think they're a young team that still needs to develop. And they're starting their, their Sam Howell is a good quarterback, but not good enough to go toe-to-toe with Josh Howell. So uh, the Bills at Washington, give me that dub. Give me that dub. So the Bills go 2-1. and one. Now we've got some momentum. we got two wins under our belt. And here comes the week four matchup. Week four matchup. You know who it is. The Miami Dolphins. So the Miami Dolphins are coming home to Buffalo. This is a home game. You're coming to our turf. Jalen Waddle, Tyreek, uh, you know what I'm saying? They, I mean, Gusecki's no longer on that squad anymore. They didn't address the tight end room, if I remember correctly, because I know Scott, uh, Scott, Kevin was saying, man, we should have got a tight end. We, we didn't get the guy. So they didn't address the tight end room the way I thought they were going to. Maybe they got someone in the free agency. I don't know that roster very well. However, you know the core weapons. You know who they are. Raheem Mostert, they got uh, Devin Ack, that's it, Acne or Acne. I don't know how they, they pronounce his name, but they got that rookie running back that is a pretty much speed. And right now, the league is calling these guys the fastest offense in the league, the fastest team. And here's the deal. Not only do you have your Tyreek, you got your Waddle, 
and you've got your, your smooth running back. You got a good offensive coordinator uh, in McDaniel. And, uh, uh, and uh, here's the deal, man. At the, uh, at the end of the day, Tua is the X factor. And Tua, if healthy, and he's able to you know, fling the rock the way he does, We'll see, we'll see how that plays out. But we play, we essentially, we play pretty well against Tua. Tua, it's not like he lights us up and he's, he's stat padded. He doesn't do that. It's just, his thing is efficient play calling and game manager. You got to manage the game well enough for Tua. His accuracy, his accuracy, he's got great ball movement. So, but if we can neutralize that, which I think we are a pretty good matchup against Miami, although that 34-31 win was a close one, too close for my liking. It wasn't even freaking Tua quarterbacking. It was Skylar Thompson. Thank you for that, by the way. Uh, Money Mitch, you said A-Chain. A-Chain, okay. A-Chain. Or I-Chain, A-Chain. But anyway, uh, appreciate that. But I just, I mean, it's a, it's a tough one to, to, to really consider. You look at all the, all the things that happened to us last year, and all the things that happened to the Dolphins last year, especially with Tua. This is one of those situations, week four, it's not too cold. We're at the end of September. Uh, early October, what is that? Uh, October 1st, that's October 1st, so right into October, which is a beautiful month. I think we, uh, I think we take this one. I think the, the first matchup at home, we take it week four, uh, I'm saying versus the, the, the Finns. I like it. Are you guys with me so far? So right now we're, we're on a three game win streak. We're on a three game win streak, we just took on the Dolphins. We won against the Dolphins at home. Um, and then guess what? We head to London. Pip Pip Trio. We get to London. London, London. We're going to London against Sunshine. Now, this is the one I'm gonna let you guys pick. I will let you guys pick. Now, this is considered a home game. And we all know that's some bullshit. That ain't no damn home game. Um, is this considered a home game for us? I think I thought it was a home game. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's considered a home game. So First, the Jaguars in London. Hip, hip. Uh, what do you got? I'm going to let you guys choose. This is going to be the, the chat. Choose this one. You guys let me know uh, if, this is a, if this is is this a win. Is this a dub? If this is a dub, you guys let me know in the chat right now. All you got to do is put your dubs up. I mean, put your dubs up. Put your dubs up. Oh, Rev says it's an L. Rev is not feeling this one. Rev's like, nah, man. We on the road. We're going to London. Nah, fam, I don't like it. The way Sunshine and, the, and Sunshine and the band came through and took the charges and came back and they just got, they got ready and got going. I'm not ready for that. Now, here's the deal. The Jaguars are a scary team because they're extremely well coached by Doug Peterson. They've got a, an excellent quarterback that's, that's, that's gaining steam. Going into, what is he, going into his third year? Going into his third year, you got a you got a team that is balanced in the run. They will run the football. They will balance it out. They got some. They got good receivers out there. Zay Jones is actually doing the damn thing out there. You got Zay Jones. You got Evan Ingram. Uh, you've got uh, somebody that came from the, uh, the the Cardinals. They just gave him a boatload of money. Um, I mean, why am I talking? I can just go look it up. Um, but yeah, man, they they got a squad. They got a squad out there. So. It ain't just going to be a cakewalk because it's the Jaguars. The Jaguars are pretty good. So I'm not choosing this one. I'm going to let y'all choose this one. 
So Rev already let us know he ain't feeling that. He says, nah, give us that L. We ain't taking that. My man Dave Coolis is like, nah, fam. W. Collins. Roy, Roy Collins says, yo, we got the win. Give us the win. Wario says, give us the win. I'm going to take that. C. Rose is like, yo, definitely a win in London. Are you kidding me? We're going to London, bro. We're going to London, bro. We got to win this, fam. Fam, we're going to win this in London, fam. So, you know what? We'll see. We'll see. I mean, listen, they got they got a good they got a good roster. Let me let me pull up let me pull up what saying what the uh Jag roster look like because they they ain't no joke, man. They got some guys in that spot. They got they got some uh they got some goons in that spot, man. So you can't you can't just sneak past the Jaguars and think you got this. Things are sweet. So let me just refresh my memory what the Jacksonville Jaguars got on their roster. The Jaguars, the Jag. You guys ever drive a Jaguar before? Anybody own a Jaguar or ever drive a Jaguar? And Roy says, yo, Roy has, Rev has no faith. No faith in this team, man. Well, guess what? Rev is not the only one that thinks we're going to lose this one. Yo, big time Bean says, yo, big fat L, unfortunately. Damn, he thinks it's going to be a big fat L. So, well, let's, uh, let's take a look at what we got uh, with these, uh, with these, uh, these Jaguars. I'm actually curious myself. So when I look at these Jaguars and see what they they working with, go to the draft rate real quick, right quick, and this is what we got. So um, who do they bring onto the squad? So they brought in uh, Anton Harrison in the first round, offensive tackle out of Oklahoma, and funny enough, that's who they traded with us. So they traded down. They traded down to pick up. Um, a four-star recruit out of high school in uh, Anton Harrison out of Oklahoma. And then they went back in and got Brenton Strange, a tight end in the second round. And then they got Tank Bigsby. Ooh, Tank Bigsby, the RB out of Auburn. Okay, I remember this now. I remember I was like, ooh, they got a good one in Tank Bigsby. Ventrell Miller. They got Tyler Lacey. Yasir Abdullah. And then they got Antonio Johnson. Good pick. Antonio Johnson, from they got that pick from the Giants. So uh, shout out to them. So yeah, they got some good ones, man. They got some good picks. So uh, they had quite a few picks. Golly, geez. So yeah, man. So in terms of what they brought in uh, for rookie squad, that'll that'll be favorable for them. That looks pretty good for them. You can't even front. And then when you go to what they already have on the squad, this is what I wanted to see here. So obviously you got uh, sunshine on the squad. The O line is stout. You know what I mean? Led by Brandon Sheriff. Uh, good pickup. You got Evan Engram on the squad. You got uh, Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, you got uh, Travis Etienne. And then you got, uh, obviously, Tank Bigsby coming through. Christian Kirk. That's who I wanted to see. And you got Zay Jones. And, um, yeah, man. So, Jamal Agnew on that squad. Yeah. I mean, they don't have anybody to write home about at the receiver spot, but they did enough against the Chargers to come back. You know what I'm saying down three scores, so unbelievable, unbelievable. So to me, I'm gonna leave it up to you, man. So I'm looking at what it is, but it looks like y'all ain't really feeling the win. James says it's gonna be an L in London, unfortunately. Golly, that's an L. Terrence Blanton says, you know, that's a win. I don't know what y'all talking about. 36-12. Rev stop playing. <laughs> Rev stop playing, man. So I'm looking at W. Billy Williams says W. Uh, C. Rose says. W, 
My man Steve Franchise says, Tell me, you give me that dub, son. Stop playing with me. And uh, I mean, Dre says, We got to win. Listen, guys, I don't want you guys to, to be, I mean, homers. This is not a homer channel. Don't be a homer. Be, be realistic in what you think is going to happen. But if you guys feel we're going to win, let's go. My man Eric says, Nah, man, we're going to take that. We're going to eat that L. We're going to eat that L. So, you know what? I saw a good amount of dubs in here. But I saw some good L's in here. And just to make it fun, I'm going to say we lose this one. We lose this one to the Jags. We lose this one to the Jags. It wasn't unanimous. I thought it was going to be a unanimous W. But, uh, oh, you know what? They picked up Calvin Ridley. They did pick up Calvin Ridley. You know, I'm looking at the depth chart. They didn't show Calvin Ridley on there. So, heck, yeah, I forgot they picked up Calvin Ridley. So you got Zay Jones, Calvin Ridley. And you got Christian Kirk. And then you got Evan Ingram alongside, um, you know, say, Tank Bigsby. Ooh. <laughs> you know what? I don't want to gas up the other squad, but it's, there, there ain't no joke. We're, we aren't a joke either. But, uh, but I saw it was pretty even. So just to make it fun, I would say we lose to the Jaguars in week five, right? So now we travel to London. We've had uh, our trumpets and bangers and mash and we did all <laughs> we did all that good stuff um so let's get back to the schedule so after we play the jaguars guess what sunday night football prime time prime time football at oh we're the giants are coming home to buffalo so they're coming home to Buffalo. Brian Dable and the boys are coming through. And now we get to figure out if Dable is going to be one of those situations. Like, hey, young buck, the guy calling plays in the booth. Let me show you how it's done. Or does Dorsey say, thank you, Sensei, for showing me all that you've shown me. I threw that trash in the, play, in the playbook in the trash. Now it's my year. I tried to do it your way the first year. I got 13 wins out of it, but people are on my case saying I don't know how to get creative. You know what? Now that I got my tight end, now that I got some protection from my guy, Josh Allen, on the line, let me show you what I got. So this is an intriguing game for me. So this is week six against the Giants. Is this a dub or is this an L? Talk to me. Is this a dub or an L? So here's the deal. Bill's fan... Says, yo, that's a dub, man. Give me a dub. Give me a dub. My man, uh, Sam H. Says, yo, D-Wall would be a problem if healthy. Um, oh, Darren Waller. Yeah, man. I mean, in this offense, we'll see, man. We'll see. Because don't forget, man, Brian Dable spent a lot of time being a tight end coach. Spent a lot of time being a tight end coach in the next O-line. So, you know he's going to find a way and figure out a way to get Darren Waller open and do all those good things, right? So, um, this is, a, this is a big one. This is a big one, man. John Herring says, in a weak NFC, the Giants barely made the playoffs last year. They're not that much better. They got Saquon Barkley. I mean, they got, they, got a, they got a squad out there. But here's what it comes down to at the end of the day. You know who the quarterback is, right? Exactly. So when I look at who they got at quarterback, I like what they have around. The, you mean they got Wondell, Wondell Johnson? I think it's Wondell Robinson. Wondell Robinson, they got uh, uh, Chef, uh, Shepard, Lucas Shepard. I'm trying to remember everything in top of head in another team, right? 
They got Shepard out there. They got uh, obviously our guy Isaiah Hodgins, and they they got it. They brought in Jalen Hyatt. So they got a good little receiving core. They got a good little receiving core. Saquon Barkley is going to be running the rock. They got a good little receiving core. So I ain't I ain't gonna I ain't gonna let them. You know what I'm saying? Just let them slide and say they got the win over us. But I know who the quarterback is, and and Mr. David. <laughs> Mr. David, I'm not buying it, man. Uh, listen, Danny Dives can 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 he can he can do all the running he wants because he's athletic. He can, he can run, but not against us. I'm sorry. He, this is the NFC East. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, buddy. This is the AFC East. You're not gonna do what you do. Everybody's already conditioned to take on Josh Allen. You know what I'm saying? So you're not about you're not about to go and try to pull that pull that on us. So. Uh, Danny Dimes, not happening. So, uh, Daniel, Mr. Jones, no, sir. So, uh, Giants, lost. We're gonna, you're going to lose this one. We got a dub right here. The Bills pick on the Giants, and uh, we're at home on top of that. Sorry, Mr. Dable. Love you. Loved you when you were at the Bills. You did, you did such good things for us. You got Josh to where he is today alongside Ken Dorsey. I think this is where you know, saying the, the young student tells the master, I got this. I'm saying I'm taking over this is my squad. Now, are they going to make it easy for us? Heck no, they're not. <laughs> they're definitely not going to make it easy for us. But don't forget, we don't have Leslie Frazier. You're saying calling plays on defense. It's no slight to Leslie Frazier. Don't get me wrong. No slight. But we've got a more aggressive style head coach in you know, say McDermott. So it's actually going to be really cool to see McDermott's defense, his defense, go up against Abel's offense. Ooh, that's going to be fun. But guess what? I'm taking my pick. Give me the dub for the Bills. Let's go. Primetime football. And plus, on top of that, we're primetime in Buffalo. Heck nah, man. We ain't going to let that shit happen. Let's roll, man. All right, next up. New England. I don't care how you want to slice this one. Slice it how you want to. Slice it with a dull knife. Slice it with a sharp knife. If you're a savage and you don't even use knives, pull the pull the bread apart. I don't care how you want to deal with the loaf of bread. It's going to get devoured one way or another. And the Bills are going to devour the Patriots. It's what it is. So, I mean, there's really nothing much to talk about. And uh, it's on the road in Foxborough. Like, I give a damn. Give me the win. First, the Patriots. Don't care who they are. Don't care. Pens, my pen's running out. I'm writing this down so I can use this as reference like I did last year. Ah, pencil. I got my pencil. Let me use my pencil. The trusty pencil can never, can never, never fail us. All right. Got a tub in New England. I mean, I don't know if we need to really even go any further. Are we, are we on the same page here? Patriots, Bills, at Foxborough. I mean, is it really going to matter? I didn't think so. So give me Give me that, and I'm, I'm going to run with it. And uh, let me see if Jason Miller is with me. Um, Jason says, yo, who do you have more faith in? McDermott taking over the defense or Dorsey creating more of an identity outside of Josh's, Josh being Josh? Well, that's a fantastic question. That's a fantastic question. I'm going to tell you like this, and this is, the, this is the best way I can try to answer this. I'll trust the guy that's got experience in this league. I'll trust the guy that is head coaching this team 
I'll trust a guy that, you know what I'm saying, has brought trust back into this organization. Yes, Brandon Bean, you know I'm saying, has put the, you know what I mean, the roster together, but the guy leading these men is Sean McDermott. And there's no way I'm picking, you know what I'm saying, the, the Dorsey over McDermott, because McDermott does this. This is what I do. This is what got me hired. You know what I'm saying? I have my defenses ready to roll. No disrespect on Ken Dorsey. If he gives us creativity, we'll take it. But if I'm going to trust one over the other, give me McDermott all day. And if I'm going to trust the Bills to get me a win when I need it, that's coming against the Patriots because the Patriots are just not that team. They, they won't be that team until they, they move some things around. They, they got to fire their GM. Their GM is not doing their, their team any services. Uh, their head coach is fantastic, but their GM is not. You know what I'm saying? So fire the GM. The GM needs to resign, do something, and just go back to just coaching. Or I don't know if you just – if Belichick is just trying to sabotage, you know what I mean, this, this team going forward. But it's not going to be that way. He's just too – he's too good. He's too good. He just needs to get the right pieces together. He just didn't have it yet. Tom Brady masked a lot of the success. Sorry, the failures that this team had. You haven't had a guy like Tom Brady to fall on. So it's not happening. Not, not happening, not, not ever. It's done. So, folks, Patriots, Dub, are you guys with me? I knew you guys would be. Let's roll. Next up, after the Patriots. So we, we're at the Patriots. We're on the road. We're on the road again, right? So now we go back home. Baker Mayfield. You know what I'm saying? Baker Mayfield, we're going up against the freaking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I don't care what anybody tells me. I have a, a lot of respect for Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield's nice. Um, I think he's a solid player. I like Mike Evans. Mike Evans is dope. I just can't see Tampa coming to Buffalo and beating Buffalo. So week eight, home against the Tampa Bay Bucks. I'm taking, I'm taking the Bills, man. Bills win this one. I don't play with me. Don't play with me. There's no way I can't see Baker Mayfield and the boys rolling up to Buffalo and saying, "Yeah, let me let me get that dub in Buffalo." Heck no. And on prime time, heck no. In Buffalo, on top of that, heck no. I'm not giving that at all. No way, no how. Bills win, and might be, and Bills might win big. I mean, the last time I remember the Bills playing the Bucks, we were getting waxed at the beginning. Tom Brady was leading the way until Josh Allen and the boys just clicked and we started putting something together, putting something together, putting something together, but it was just too little too late. Had we had more time, something could have happened. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like that movie uh, Out of Time with, uh, with Denzel, man. I wish you had more time. The Bills wish they had more time, but it just didn't happen. It didn't work out that way. So that being said, uh, I like it. I like it a lot. My man, uh, Clinton, Nick, what up, Clinton? Clinton says, yo, man, Rico, you know Bill is the GM too, right? Well, I know. That's why I said <laughs> he's got to resign. I said the GM's got to resign, but the head coach can stay because he can't do both. He can't do both. That's why I kind of gave you that face, right? Because him as a head coach is great, but he's got he's to get mad at the head GM just not picking the right groceries for him. <laughs> it's just, it's just it's, I mean, they're questionable. Good pieces. Now, they... I think they did a much better job this draft that just came up, a much better draft. Christian Gonzalez falling to them at pick 17 was, was huge. I didn't really pay attention to who else they, they grabbed. 
But uh, that was huge. That was that was huge. And uh, by the way, shout out to my man, Bills fan. You know what it is, man. Great movie. Denzel's always gonna be the goat. That's what it is. Now, so we're now week eight, near the middle of the season. We've lost twice now. We lost one to the Jets week one, and we lost to the Jaguars in week five in London. In London, fam. All right? I have to say that. I got to say that every time. Right? So uh, we went to London. We got the, the brakes beat off of us. I don't know if we got the brakes beat off, but we're going to probably lose that game. I think it's going to be tight, but I think we lose that game. Uh, and that's based on the chat, by the way. The chat picked that one. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, but uh, I think we, re- and we redeem ourselves, right? We went back at the Giants. We beat the Giants. We were at home against the Giants. And we went on the road to beat the Patriots. And then we went back home to take on the, the Bucks, and we beat the Bucks. So right now, we're looking pretty damn good. So who's next on the list? Oh, you, know, you got it. Big game, big game, big game. Bengals. Here's the deal. This one is a tough one. So we are on the road. On the road again. The Buffalo Bills are on the road again. Listen, they came to Buffalo and waxed us on our home field. Snow coming down, the elements that would suggest that the Bills would have the advantage, right? I think it's all BS in the first place. But now, we have to go to Cincinnati. Oh, boy, folks. Oh, boy is correct. So I need to know, before I give you guys my opinion on this game, how do you guys see this playing out? <laughs> Keith, Keith, my man Keith Stewart is like, man, that might be an L, brother. <laughs> that might be an L. I don't know if we got this one. I don't know if we got this one. So, uh, my man Connor, Connor Jim says, yo, that stadium is a curse. Uh, it just happens to be a, a, a tough. It might be, it might be emotional for some folks. Honestly, it would. It'll definitely be emotional for, for Mr. Nomi, DeMar Hamlin. And as it rightfully should, should be, it'll be emotional for him. But football's football. You got to get right into it. So uh, my man Rev says, yo, I have the Bills taking this one. Bills have this game circled. Well, unfortunately, I'm not giving the choice to you guys on this one. And uh, although, although I'd love to pick the Bills to win this one, I think we lose this one. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why we lose this one. Joe Burrow is that he's that dude. Josh Allen is also that dude. They're both excellent players. The big difference here, the Lou Laragamo, I think is that his last name is. I always screw that man's name up. They call him Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou is the defensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals. And that man is an adjust, he's a he's an adjustment warrior. You know what I'm saying? He makes adjustments, he caters to his guys on the squad, and he has them in prime position. And he had our number. He had our number. We just could not find answers. We just could not find the answers. So to me, this game, we lose to the Bengals. We lose to the Bengals, but we have redemption later on. We have redemption later on. You know what I'm saying? So because now we are in a position where we have the Chiefs that we have to contend against always. We, we, We've lost them in the playoffs, but we tend to do well against them in the, in the, in the regular season. So if that's, 
trending that way, give us the L in the regular season. Let me get that dub when we get to the playoff. I'm gonna take that. So, but to me, Sweet Lou is the is the is the is the X factor. Now, a great point. Shout out to my man Bobby Commas. What's happening, bro? Great point brought up. My man Jimmy the Trumpster says Kincaid is the end. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. And that's why this one is a tough one. This one is an absolute tough one because I love my bills. I really, I love my bills. You guys know that. I mean, we all love our bills. I'm not going to say I love my, we all love our bills. But sometimes you just got to, you got to keep it a buck with yourself. You got to keep it a buck with what we got. And we got to keep it a buck with how things transpired the last time we played. And I know, and it's, it's tough to say because, like, you know, it, this is a what have you done for me lately type of league, but we got to reference certain things. And the reference that we have are a quarter of football that I felt that they were dominating us and we weren't, we weren't looking too great. They were moving the ball at will without any, any, any resistance. So you think that, you know, things are going to change. We've had time. Both teams have grown. We've done all the things we need to do. And then we get whacked. Whether you call that not prepared, I don't know what you want to call it, but we were not prepared. We got beat like it was a joke. You know what I'm saying? It was a joke. The guys came in and they just wanted us. Now, it didn't help that everybody was picking the bills to win this one because of all the stuff going on. And you know what I mean? And on top of the Bengals were like, yo, we didn't even get an opportunity to, you know what I'm saying, have a chance for a home field advantage. And I think the thing that pissed a lot of these Bengals fans off more so is how they were publicizing, although it was a normal thing to do, of selling tickets before game starts, but they were the, the they were selling tickets. Bills were Bills or the Bills website were selling or the NFL website was selling tickets to Bills fans for the next game of playing against the Chiefs. And when that word got out and it started circulating, it pissed off the Bengals. Had they not even brought that up, maybe changes. But I'm going to tell you right now, that played a factor. Because wouldn't that play a factor for you? You're ready to take on the team, and all of a sudden, the NFL website's got the Bengals already selling. The tickets have been already sold out. The Bengals and Chiefs is going to be really... The Bengals and Chiefs? Y'all already selling tickets? Hold my beer. Let me show you what I mean. Y'all shouldn't be holding your tickets. And I think that's what played a part in us getting our asses beat. You know what I'm saying? Now, there's rumors that Josh Allen was going through some issues, personal issues that had his head potentially not in the game. And because his head is not in the game, there's no semblance. There's no sense of like urgency. And you saw it. Everybody came out flat. So who knows? So is Kincaid going to be the answer? I sure hope so. I sure hope so. We'll see how that plays out. I got a super chat coming in from my girl. Miss Linda West. What's up, Linda? Linda says, yo, Super Bowl for the Bills this year. Go Bills. Thanks, Rico. And thank you, Linda. I Listen, man, wouldn't that be amazing for our Bills to go to Super Bowl? That's what I'd love to have that. I would absolutely love to have that. Man, we just need that. We need that. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, it is what it is. Uh, Joshua Torres. What's up, Josh? Josh says, yo, listen, other podcasts out there have been talking scared as Bills fans and Jets. Hold on, hold on. Uh, other podcasts out there have been talking scared. As, as a Bills fan, the Jets and the Dolphins gave us all they had on Hurt Allen. 
and half a defense. The story of the story is Rhode Allen is going to break records this year. Joshua Torres. I've known to be, I've been known to be a little controversial here and there. Known to go against the crane, if you will, here and there. And the confidence that you exude, I love it. I love it. And as you should, as a Bills fan, you should exude all confidence. But I'm here to tell you, the Jets and the Dolphins do not care. <laughs> they do not care about the confidence that we have in our guys. They are ready to come after us and whoop us. Why? Because we've been, we've been talking big shit as a fan base that we own the division. Ever since Tom Brady left, we got this. And now that they've made some significant moves, like, no, you don't got this. Especially because we split it. We split the season between the two. What are you talking about? And that's how they feel. And as they should, they should feel that way. Because if you, if you go back, if you go back to how things played out, the Jets, they played us extremely well the first time. Extremely well. We didn't have an answer. Josh was left without any passing touchdowns. Like, none. Zero. He had two rushing touchdowns. Using his legs is great. Trust me. However you can get that win, you can get that win. But if they, were, if they found a way to silence Josh Allen in the air, ooh, it's alarming. It's alarming. So you don't think they're going to double back on that and make sure? But he got hurt. He wasn't the same. Listen, I'm not going to deny that he didn't get hurt. I'm not. But what does your coach always tell you? Son, are you hurt or are you injured? You know what I'm saying? Are you hurt or are you injured? If you're hurt, dust it off and get back in there. Are you injured? Go to the sideline. He was hurt. But we still needed 17 out there. Was he 100%? No. But he was good enough to still play in that game. It's just what it is. Now, can we beat the Jets and sweep? That'll be answered at the end of our, our segment because we're still going in. Right now, I still have us losing to the Jets the first game. But man, oh, man. If you think that these guys are just going to lay down, you got, y'all got another thing coming. Y'all got another thing coming. I know we're getting healthy. We are definitely going to get healthy, but man, oh, man. We'll see. We will see. It's going to be fun. Uh, my man, Bobby Thomas, what's up? Bobby, Bobby comes in and says, hey, Sam H., nothing you said makes any logical sense. He's the best punter in the NFL. You're clearly upset about something else. I don't know what Sam H. is talking about. I have a feeling it's about Ariza. Maybe not. I have no idea. But it doesn't matter because we're moving on. Uh, so next game up. Next game on. Oh, you know what? Rev makes a great point, man. With Von Miller back too, it's going to be a different Bills team. Von Miller back but with an injury. I don't know when he's going to come back. I mean, we saw it. We kept on. And, and now I fell victim to this. When Trey White comes back, the league better watch out. Right? Then we all. I mean, I'll, I'll use myself as an example. When Trey White comes back, you better watch out. We're going to lock shit down. You got me looking like, like Kevin Hart. We're going to lock shit down. Well, we didn't. We didn't lock shit down. You know what I'm saying? We struggled. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, did, we, we, did, we had some struggles. We definitely had some struggles. So, Von Miller coming back. And now, it's a little different because someone like Von Miller and Trey White, they play two different positions. Having to backpedal. Stop. Go forward, switch, go this way, lateral. It's a lot of stress on the on the old knee, on the old joint. With the defensive line going forward. I mean, you don't necessarily have to cut back if you don't need to. 
I'm saying? You can bull rush. There's so many little things you can kind of preserve your knee. You don't have to do as much. With a cornerback, that receiver, you go where the receiver goes. They dictate. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little different. It's a little different. However, I love that we may get Aaron, we may get Von Miller back. And you've done it before. Yes, I know he's recovered. And if he's if he's a super specimen, yo, bring that shit. Let's roll. Let us absolutely roll. So, Bengals, I say we lose this game. We lose to the Bengals. But guess what? We ain't losing to the Broncos, man. Let's ride into Monday Night Football prime time against Russell Wilson and the boys. Javante Williams, I don't know when he's going to be returning. That'll be interesting. So, Samaji P. Ryan is going to be running the rock. Uh, what is it? Um, Jerry, Jerry Jersey is going to be back there doing his thing. Um, they got some weapons. They got some weapons. And uh, is it going to be enough? Is it going to be enough to beat the Bills? And I just don't think it's going to be enough. So give me home against the Broncos. I'm taking that. I'm taking the, I'm taking that game. I don't want to I don't want to hear anything about it. Give me the dub. Give me the dub. So we lose to the Bengals and we go home and, and go back home and play the Broncos and we beat the Broncos. Guess what? Guess what? Hey, did you get food? Oh, the freaking listen. The, I, I've been I've been trying to trying to learn the knowledge of hockey, and my, my father-in-law go is a Leafs go. <laughs> go Leafs go. My father is a big Leafs fan, and I'm trying to adapt the Leafs as my squad. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna next year I'm gonna try to take him to a Leafs game in Toronto so we can really do it up. And the Leafs were down 0-2 and they tied it. Go Bills go! Go Bills go! So they tied it. So is it 2-2 now? 2-2. These Leafs better freaking win this game. They're at home in Toronto. You better handle business against the Panthers, man. The Panthers just went through a gauntlet with the freaking Boston Bruins, and the the Bruins blew it. Look at me talking hockey. But I, can, I mean, sports sports. Yo, blew it, Boston. I hate Boston anyways. So good for them. They blew it against the Panthers. The Panthers are a good team. Don't get me wrong. But the Toronto Maple Leafs come back and tie it up. They better not screw this up. Don't screw it up. Let's go and finish this thing off, man. Let's go. Anyway, back to football talk. NY Jets. Now, we're at home now against Aaron Rodgers and them boys. We're warmed up. We're, we're a little warmed up now. We lost to you guys week one. There's no way I'm losing to you twice. So guess what? Week 11, Bills beat the Jets. We beat the Jets. They're not, they're not coming in to beat us again. We take this up. This is where the split happens. We split against the, the, new, the, uh, the, the New York Jets. That's the way I look at it. We've kind of figured out, okay, what they did the first game. You may have, I mean, the last year they kind of, they, they came to us and, and, and brought it to us. Second game, we had it. We got the win. But guess what? We're, we're facing Mike White. So Mike White really ain't that dude. He really isn't that dude. So then we go into this year. Fast forward, we lose the home opener. I'm going to give them the edge because they're at home. It's week one. It's all that good stuff. I'll give that dub. We coming back and we taking that shit. We're going to take that dub. We figured some things out. We've, we've made some tweaks. We've made some adjustments along the year. Some guys have come in and out of the lineup. Our guys are healthy. At this point, we should have Von Miller back. Let's roll. Give me the dub against the Jets. I'm taking that. Week 12. Who do we face to week 12, folks? You guys remember? 
Oh, shoogie doogie now. This is not a primetime game, but it's a four o'clock game. Four o'clock game against the freaking Chiefs. Now, here's the deal. For those that work evening shift, for those that work night shift, this is also killer. And here's the worst part. These games, because I live, I'm not on the East Coast anymore. I don't have Eastern time. I'm on Atlantic time. I'm an hour ahead of you guys. So this is a five o'clock game for me. When you work at midnight, three-hour game, factor in three-hour game, three-and-a-half-hour game, you're looking at 8.30, 9 o'clock, right? And now I got to go live and do my thing and go straight to work. It's going to be a long-ass day on those days, but it'll be well worth it if we win. So, Chiefs, I'm going to let the chat pick this one. I'm going to let the chat pick this one. Do we win against the Chiefs? Do we take this? By the way, my man Lego My Ego says, yo, please be polite and respectful. This is a family channel. Any obscene statements will be taken down in current and can result in you being timed out. Listen, if you don't want to listen to Lego My Ego, I think you, I, think I suggest you should. I suggest you should. Now, here we go. We got the freaking chief. I'm going to let the chat choose this one. Pick me, pick me, pick me. We already know what Pierre, Pierre, every time I do this with Pierre, it's always the same result. Give me that dub. Give me that win. We're going to win. We're going 17 and 0, baby. That's Pierre for you. There is no L. There is no room for L's. We're taking dubs. And that's the way he feels. The good thing about us, all this is Pierre's not the only one choosing. I need y'all to choose this. Now, here's the deal. We already know what it is when it comes to Pat Mahomes and, and the Buffalo Bills. And Pat Mahomes always comes through, always handles business. He knows, I mean, you know, you already know what it is. There's nothing really else to talk about. But here's the deal, though. They've added some pieces. We already know what we've added, right? Kincaid is going to be a very big difference maker. A very big difference maker. But the Chiefs made some moves too. I'm gonna I'm just gonna make sure that I, I get these uh I'm make sure I get these this corrected because I need to make sure I know all the moves that the, the transaction that the, that the Chiefs have done this offseason. So here's the deal. So they didn't really add too many pieces. I'm just kind of looking, see what they did. So Frank Clark, they released Frank Clark, which is a big one, but he was he's also aging. So nothing too crazy when it comes to that. Let me look at their depth chart and see what they what they have for depth. And they're still they're still working on their depth. So they're they're I'm gonna have to just go to another website and do that. But the Chiefs, you already know what it is. Travis Kelsey is gonna be their dog. There's no question about that. Isaiah Pacheco going to his second year is going to be a dog. He's a, he's a hard runner. He runs hard. He don't stop. You feel me? So it's going to be quite nice to see uh, how these guys mesh going into second year. Travis Gelsey is a, a year older, but you still know he gets busy. Um, so let me see what else they, they brought in. Because I know these guys always draft well. It's just, that's just what they do. The freaking Chiefs, they just don't, they don't stop, man. Andy Reid always stay at adding folks to his team, man. So what they got, man, what they got. So here's, let's look at what they got in terms of a receiver. So Cardarius Tony, obviously they brought him last year from the Giants. So he's going to be doing some big things. Sky Moore, 
we're, look, we're looking to kind of you know, make a name for himself. He hasn't really done anything. Um, they got Rice. Ah, they got Rasheed Rice. And they, they got him. Uh, and he's going to be doing big things. I'm going to tell you right now, man. He are, I saw a segment where they had a conversation between him and, um, and uh, Pat Mahomes. And he's like, yo, Pat is, Pat, yo, we're going to have a good year. We're going to have a good year. So Rasheed Rice, they brought him to the draft. Uh, they got, um, obviously, they brought in uh, some other pieces on the squad as well. But, fam, this is, uh, is going to be big, man. They got Wanya Morris on that squad. Woo, okay. I mean, listen, man. Khalif, they got George uh, Kaliftis is coming back for the, for the second year. Uh, Chris Jones, obviously, is going to be a menace. You guys already know what time it is with Chris. Uh, Derek Nandi was a freaking beast last year. Good on him. Willie Gay. So they got a lot of returning players that are legit. A lot of returning players. So, the Chiefs are the Chiefs, man. One year older. Travis is one year older, but you know what? That that uh, that chemistry with those, between those two is unparalleled. So, it's it's going to be fun, man. So, I'll let you guys choose this one because I'm not choosing this one whatsoever, man. Uh, they have a young core on offense with a second year, Sky Moore, Tony, MVS, and rookie Rasheed Rice. Exactly, man. So Rasheed Rice is going to be a nice factor for these guys on the offensive side of the ball. They also had a, an undrafted receiver last year. I'm trying to remember uh, who was a uh, receiver. Was it um, Justin Ross? Justin Ross from last, if, if I remember correctly, Justin Ross from last year. So if he gets healthy, man, that's a, that was a, that's a, that's a steal that they had on that squad. So, Bills, Chiefs, y'all have to pick this one. You guys have to pick this one, and we're at Kingdom, the Kingdom itself. They're at, they're over there. So, what do you got? My man Kingsman says, "Yo, Rico, I got here late, man. Are you factoring in these predictions off of Kincaid developments into that Kelsey matchup? I'm factoring all of it. So that's why I'm before I say who's got it, I want to see what chat is saying because we pretty much, and you guys already know how this plays out." This is a copycat league. They see things that are working and they see positional needs that are, are lacking. I mean, let's just go right to it. If you look at, if you look at uh, when, the, when the Wildcat came out, the Wildcat, the Dolphins were abusing teams with the Wildcat. And there was like, there was, it took a while for us to kind of figure things out until teams started to figure things out. But before they did, other teams started doing the Wildcat. Ah, let me get my guy to do Wildcat. You got to draft the right piece, the right guy to do the Wildcat. So then, and things, there's variations. So when you look at what Kelsey's been doing to the league, more specifically, what Kelsey's been doing to us, we have to find a way. Now, no disrespect, and I'm sure the Bills mean no disrespect to Mr. Dawson Knox, but Dawson Knox ain't competing with, you know what I'm saying, with Travis Kelsey. Even, if, even when they send him to Travis Kelsey University, <laughs> to tight end university, although there have been some really good improvements, just not that dude to compete with a guy like Travis Kelsey. He's just that, just that guy. In comes Dalton Kincaid. Now we can match your ass. You got a quarterback? I got a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? You have a young core of running backs? So do we. You got receivers? We got, oh, hold on now. Tight end, we never could match with you on tight end. But now we can match with you on tight end. And furthermore, by this time, like I said, Von Miller will return. 
And you saw the difference Von Miller made when we beat them last year. Von Miller was an X-factor. So Von Miller coming back. We have some guys that are on the squad that are coming back. Big thing. Now, these are the Super Bowl champs. So they're going to be bringing it. So we're going to have every opportunity to bring this in. By this time, we're week 12. We could, we're week 12 at this point. We have a bye week the week after. So we got to make sure we get this. So to me, give me that dub. That's just me. How do y'all feel? Are we taking the are we taking the L here? Are we taking a dub? I think I think that we've uh, we we match up well against Kansas City. We do. And it's gonna come down to really who makes the last play. And we we just we we've always needed that one guy to make that last play. And and just I mean it feels like a long time ago, but two years ago, that was Gabe Davis. Made the last play. We just couldn't finish. I mean, last year we came through and we got the dub because we had pressure on Mahomes and Mahomes just could not get out of there. And we sealed the game with an interception from my man, Taron Johnson. Guess what? A lot of the guys on this team are returning. And when we go and face the freaking Chiefs, we know what's at stake. We're not playing games. Let's roll, man. So to me, me that dub. Are you guys with me? Are we taking that dub? Is it a dub? Roy Collins like, nah, fam, we gotta take that L, bro. We losing that one. We are losing that one. Well, Yardy TV says, yo, Yardy Yardy Tov says, uh, by the Chiefs game, Kincaid will be out of the McDermott rookie doghouse, ready to eat well, hungry. <laughs> well, I don't think, I think we're gonna have to, I think McDermott is gonna break the mold of rookies gotta sit. I think, I think McDermott um, is going to now say, you know what? I can't be that guy. If these guys show they can play, they can play. I, I can't protect them anymore. There's no protection anymore. You got to get in there. Can you ball? Then let's go. Because if you look at the Chiefs, the Chiefs play their young guys. The Chiefs play their rookies. Can you make it or can you not? And we're going to soon find out. And if you can't, if you're not doing well as I think you are, then guess what? You're going to have to learn. You're going to have to learn. You're going to have to develop. And then we'll bring you back again and see if you've learned anything. But I can't. I can't sit here and let you practice all day. And I'm like, I don't like the way he's practicing. Some guys, when the bright lights are on, that's when they perform. Some guy. Not everybody, but some guy. So it's, uh, it'll be fun to see. But to me, give me the dub against the Chiefs. I'm taking that one. Sam H says, yo, it's too late in the program to still have rookie doghouse. I agree, Rico. Yeah, I mean, get, I mean I was, I've, been, I've been preaching that since last year. Stop with the whole nonsense of these guys. That you can play. If you can play, get on the field. Period. Stop it. Enough of that. We're done. So to me, I say we take that dub. Give me that dub. Give me that dub. Give me that dub. Now we got a week, a bye week. We got to chill. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody. Ain't, we, we just got a big win against the Chiefs, just like last year. Right? Didn't we face the Chiefs and then we went on a bye? Or was it the vice versa? And, we, you know, we, we beat the Chiefs and went on a bye week. So they set it up for us the same way. So Chiefs go on a bye. Guess what? We come back. Prime time. I can't even spell. I put that uh, P time. <laughs> prime time. I must have been doing it really quickly. So we are on prime time. So here's the deal with that. All right, let me fix that because I can't have that. You're going to go against the Chargers. Chargers is a big one. It's a big one. Because this is Christmas Day weekend. You're saying we're at LA. We're going across. Across the, you know what I'm saying, the, the nation, across the country, and we're playing the 
charges. Powder blue, lightning bolt. How y'all feel about this? Is this is this one of those ones where you're like, you know what, man? Justin Herbert's nice, but I think we'll be able to handle Justin Herbert. But sometimes it's not just about Justin Herbert, it's about what they got on the defense side of the ball. Aaron James is nice. JC Jackson's gonna be coming back and and healthy. They're gonna have a good squad, man. They're gonna have a good squad. So it's uh I got let me just take a quick look to see what these charges are saying on that squad because uh I think it's important. Take a look at the uh, the depth chart for this Chargers team. So obviously you got Mike Williams coming coming through. They drafted uh Quentin Johnson. So it's like another Mike Williams, a tall body. You got Josh Palmer, the Canadian Joshua Palmer. You got Keenan Allen, the savvy vet. Yo, this is a good squad, man. That's a good little receiving. That's a good little receiving uh, crew. So O line is solid. You got Zion Johnson, Rashawn Slater, uh, Corey Lindsley, and that, that leads the way. You got uh, Jared uh, Gerald Everett, older guy, but I mean he's still getting the job done. But then don't forget they got Donald Palmer Jr., rookie. So that'll be an uh, interesting addition to the squad right now. So, yo, the the Chargers are. They stack, bro. <laughs> they stack. And obviously, you got Eckler, which is a, a running back that can hit the tackle, hit in between the tackle, can run outside, can catch the football very well. He's a weapon. He's just a straight weapon. And then this is where you go on the defensive side of the ball. You got Sebastian Joseph Day. Uh, you got Khalil Mack that's going to be returning. He's a little older, but Khalil Mack is still Khalil Mack. And you got uh, Kenneth Jr. Murray. You got K-9. Um, you got Joey Bosa coming after you. You got Asante Samuels. You got Derwin Jake. Yo, man. It's going to be, hey, this is something. This is something. So uh, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> this is going to be a fight. This is going to be a dog fight. Guess what? And we're on the road. Now, here is where an advantage can be had for us, too. We've had a week of rest. It's late in the season. It's like a recharge, and let's get after it. So recharge to go after the Chargers. So how you guys? How do you guys feel about this? How are you guys feeling about this? My man Sam H says, "Yo, Tua over Herbert. One game for the fate of the universe between those two. I want Tua. You on crack? Uh, <laughs> I ain't taking that one. No way. Um, to be fair, the Chargers, if they are healthy by then, they have Allen, Big Williams, and Rookie Johnson plus Eckler." Plus Palmer, and plus you got the the rookie uh, tight end in uh, the par, uh, name. The rookie tight end, what's the name? I just said his name not too long ago. Uh, yeah, Donald Parham. That's a good. That's a good squad, man. That's a good squad. That is a good squad. That one, I'm stuck on this one. Charges is it's a matchup. That's a weird matchup. Like we play all these other teams, like the chart, like the the, the the Chiefs. We know we know how to play these guys. You know what I'm saying we know how to play. You know what I'm saying? The Bengals, we've, we've done them and we've lost. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to have to adjust. But the Chargers, we haven't played them often. We haven't played them. I don't, I, remember, I don't remember the last time we played the Chargers where it was like Justin Herbert if he did anything special, to be honest with you. So this one's a tough one. So I'm going to defer to the chat on this one. How do you guys feel? How do you guys feel on this one here? And uh, my man James says, yo, I'm with Rev on this one. As usual, don't trust Staley. I don't. He doesn't trust Staley and his his game managing execution. But guess what? I 
in my short distance of memory, I remember when y'all were saying you don't trust you're saying head coach Sean McDermott because he makes questionable decisions. Now he's improved, but I remember he was in a position where like, man, this guy's making some poor decisions with this team. What are we doing? What are we doing? You guys know that. I'm just put, I'm just putting it out there. I got to look at it this way. You can't, and this is, you know what? And I'm going to get at the end of it, I'm going to get to it too, right? Because we talk about the faults of, of other teams and they don't do this well and they don't do that well and this and this and that. But we always just absolve the Bills as if they have no issues as well. Last time I checked, McDermott makes some questionable decisions. Questionable decisions. And you and sometimes it cost us. So, you know what I'm saying? We, we can't just day, 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 and we still point and point and point. And guess what? Mother effers. You know what I mean? What's the saying? The same amount of fingers pointing at you, the same amount of fingers pointing at the Bills. And I think that's my, that's my beef, and I argue with a lot of Bills fans, and I, and I stand on my shield when I freaking argue because we have faults as well, right? And that's what I try, I try to bring up. But it's always about this team, that team. Now, I don't want to get into Red. I'm just saying I love what Red, Red brought up because Staley has had some issues when it comes to you know what I mean, game management and decision-making. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I can't get over when he had the ability. I think it was at the Chargers. He had the ability to kick the with Chargers Raiders. He had the ability to kick the field goal or do something or take the tie. And he didn't take the tie because it would have advanced him to the freaking playoffs. And he didn't. I was like, what? So it's, it's those issues like that that kind of blow your mind. I don't think McDermott would ever do something like that. But those are, those are the facts. You know what I'm saying? Some coaches young in that position will make some questionable things and they'll improve just like McDermott did. But this one is a tough one. So I defer to the chat. Do the Bills on the road Christmas weekend beat the Chargers? Is this a W or is this an L? Talk to me. Let me know. And then we'll go over what our record will be at the end. What do you guys got? I'll let the, I'll let the, I'll let the chat rain through. And let's go. They let the Jags come back four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. <laughs> Y'all, I could, I could just hear Rev right now. Four touchdowns, man. Four. Dang it. That's what happens, man. Y'all going to be mad. But he's not right. He's not wrong, man. The Jaguars came all the way back. And that's why in the chat, I let y'all choose between the Jaguars and the Bills. And y'all chose, excuse me, the, the Jaguars and the Bills. And y'all chose the Jaguars. Just saying. So here we go. Bills Mafia, he says there's a W. Give him the W right there. Bills with a W. What do you guys got? Bills take this one? Talk to me now. Talk to me now. Because if, I mean, I'm going I'm to I'm just take the, the, the word of my man Bills Mafia Fs and say, yo, we win this one. But if you guys don't want to tell me none, let me know. My man Rev says, yo, Bills are getting that dub. I don't trust Daly. Is what we're going to do. Roy Collins. I swear, Roy Collins, every time I pick up Roy Collins, Roy Collins is giving us an L. <laughs> is, is Roy Collins a Bills fan? I don't know what's going on, man. Roy be giving an L every, every one I choose. <laughs> Let's go, man. Uh, my man, Euler Titan. All, what was that? Euler Titan? Euler Titan says, yo, Chargers are the ultimate teaser. Not a tough team mentally or physically. I can see that. But, like, I, lo I look at uh, 
what we have in the matchups. I'm, I'm just looking at pure matchups, right? Kyer Elam going to his second year, um, and he's got length. So whether he matches up with Mike Williams or not, who knows? Keenan Allen is, a, is a, an excellent route runner. Maybe Trey White will take him on. And then I'm looking at Ron Johnson in the slot. I'm looking at Von Miller coming around the edge. Uh, I got the two best safeties in the game. A little older, of course. Um, but, you know what I'm saying? Who knows where they're at in terms of them coming off an injury. One was considering retirement. The other one had a long injury the whole season. There's a whole lot of things right now. Um, but <laughs> Roy's like, what are you talking about? I only gave him three losses. I think it's because I picked, every time I picked you, there's been an L. So maybe, maybe it's just coincidence. But um, we'll see, man. So uh, I entered the chat, and all I'm getting is dubs. Bill's channel working out well. <laughs> Pierre loves this, man. Pierre's all about that. So is this a dub or is it an L? Because right now I'm split. I see, I see some dubs, and I see Roy with the L, and I think I saw another L. But it looks like I see a lot of dubs in this one, man. So <laughs> Al says, yo, man, Rico, I can't lie, man. I can't be realistic. We win every game. You know what? There are a lot of fans like that. They just don't care to look at the real. <laughs> they just want to win everything. We'll win everything. But we've got to keep it a buck, right? So you know what? Based on what you – because I'm letting you guys pick. And right now, maybe my L looks big on the Rico's end. <laughs> it may be, Roy. Maybe. <laughs> so here's the thing, man. Um, the tiebreaker is going to go to the dub. You're right, Pierre. I'm going to give that to the dub. The Chargers lose the Bills. We win that. All right. Here we go. Oh. That was week 14. We're going to go to week 15. So week 15. Who do we got week 15? Ooh-wee. So I got to make sure that I'm, I'm, on, I'm on my game here. So let me go on my banner. So we faced the Chiefs. Now we got to take on Patriots. Boy, oh, boy. I mean, I don't, there's not, there's not much else for me to talk about, real, to be honest with you. I got, I got nothing to say. Nothing to say. It's a dub. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, and we are at the Patriots. There's no way because we were at the Patriots the first time. Or were they, or were they home to us? No, no, we're first the Patriots. Yeah, so uh, the Patriots are at, at Buffalo. That's a win. That is a win. That's not even a question. We're not splitting anything with the Patriots. Not one bit. Not one freaking bit. And uh, so after that, guess what, folks? Week 16. Week 16. And that is a big one. It's the Dolphins. So this one is going to be flexed as a matter of what time it's going to be. Who knows what it's going to be. But this one here is the big one. This could, be, this could be a game that decides if we go to the playoffs or not. This could be decides if we get the number one seed. There's so much riding on this one. So when I look at the record that when we played them the first time, I think I had us beating the Dolphins, right? Yep, we got the dub. We got the W early. So here's the question to y'all. Do we win this one or do we lose this one? Based on, based on what I said earlier, I said that we will be, week 16, we would be splitting with the Dolphins. So guess what, folks? 
we put my glasses on. We're going to lose this one. This one we lose. Based on because I said we're going to split with the Dolphins and we're going to split with the Jets. So the Dolphins win this one. I hope, I mean, based on what it is here, it, it won't be because we don't make the playoffs. I think it might be because we just don't get the number one seed. So here's what it's going to come down to. What is our record when it comes down to it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten wins? There's no way. Let me let me get that right. <laughs> yeah, did we only get ten? So how many L's do we get? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Bam. That's ten wins. That's ten wins, folks. Does that is that is that does that get us into the playoffs? Is 10, is 10 wins good enough? So I had us losing to had us losing to the Jets, Jaguars, Bengals, and the Dolphins. That, that doesn't even seem my, my math is my math. My math is way off. I'm missing something here. I'm missing something here. Yeah, yeah. Let me see what we got here. Let me see what we got. Oh, you know what? I missed the Eagles. I didn't know we we oh we do play the Eagles. I missed two damn games. How did I skip those two games, man? That's why. Last two, and I'm we'll figure that part out because I missed that. And you guys didn't even get me on that. So, Eagles is a five o'clock game, and we got the Dallas Cowboys. That's another five o'clock game. Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Eagles. Defensively, especially on the line. How y'all feel about that one? The Eagles. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. And for the longest time, they were killing teams. I mean, I won't say the killing teams, but they, they had the best record in the game. They were doing it, man. To the point where people were considering, like, these guys might go undefeated. Do we match up well against the Eagles? I'm going to tell you this, man. A.J. Brown is a problem. He is an absolute problem. He's given us fit. Heavy fit. But are you, are you confident that we can take on the Eagles? We match up well against the Eagles. A mobile Jalen Hurts, a very good thrower in Jalen Hurts. He fared very well. Very well in the playoffs. Somebody said Rigo has no faith in the Bills. <laughs> I don't have no faith in the Bills. We were picking together. We were picking together. I just missed a couple games, so we're about to pick right now. We're about to find out how y'all truly feel. I'm going to let y'all pick. Is it a win against the Eagles, or is it a loss against the Eagles? Roy Collins says, yo, Eagles game last game before bye week, I believe, so I'm thinking the L. And the Eagles is right before the Chiefs. It's right, right before the Chiefs game. So it's after the Jets and right before the Chiefs. That's a tough, that's a tough stretch right there. That's a very tough stretch. So I see, I'm looking at a lot of these L's in here, boy. Somebody said, yo, it's a W on the end in, in the NFC. I don't know, man, because the last, if you look at the NFC last year, how we did against the NFC teams, go take a look. I think the NFC South. Who do we play? Who do we play last year? 
I don't I forgot it was what 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 conference, but we played a conference and we lost nearly every damn game because of that. So we'll see. Yeah, man, Rico, you're scary. You're scary. It's, is it scary out here? Kinda. You look at who the hell we're playing, but they they put us up against a they put us up against a good a good a good uh, a good schedule. So who you guys got? Eagles, Bills. Tell me what you got. Let me take this down real quick because I put, I forgot to put the uh, the Eagles and the Cowboys up. Shame on me. Are we both? Are we? To me, I think we match well against the Cowboys. Give me the dub against the Cowboys. I don't trust Dak. I think Dak is solid. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think he's going to be that dude for it. He's not going to be that guy. Eagles, on the other hand, ah, it's a tough one. Eagles, Eagles is a tough one, man. Eagles is a tough one. What y'all got? Bills in an upset? Bill, I think the Bills take the Eagles, uh, excuse me, the Cowboys for sure. We took on the commanders, we beat the commanders, we took on the Giants, we beat the Giants. I think we beat the I beat I think we beat the Cowboys, but I think we lose to the Eagles. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. A loss to the Eagles, but a win in, in Dallas. So let me tally it up again. I mean, really, that gives us 12 wins, 11 wins. There's there it is, folks. Vegas has us as 10 and a half as the as the over-under. And we, we pretty much made it to that, that point. We got 11 wins. So let me recap what we got. So we got a, a loss to the Giants. Excuse me, a loss, to the, a loss to the Jets in week one. We win against the Raiders. We win against Washington. We take the first matchup against the Dolphins. We lose in London. We lose in London. When it, uh, when it comes to the Jaguars, we, we go back and we take on the Giants and we beat the Giants, we beat the Patriots, and we beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We lose to the Bengals. We beat the Broncos. We're getting there now, boys. We're getting there now. We beat the freaking Jets, split it. We take on the Chargers and we beat the Chargers. I'll let y'all choose that one. Beat the Patriots. And we beat the Cowboys. How y'all feel? Confident? You feel good? It's going to be a gauntlet of it's Listen, all these are for fun. I mean, shoot, we are in May. <laughs> we, we're predicting and taking these in May. So we're going to see how this plays out. But, I mean, listen, y'all went through this with me. I get, I mean, I get excited for these things, man. I don't care what anyone says. I get excited as hell. So that's the deal, folks. That is the deal. There it is. It's going to be fun. So our L's this year are going to come. We're going to obviously split with the Jets. So there's a one for the Jets. 
The Dolphins won. We're going to split with the Dolphins. I just see we splitting because of the way they played us last week, uh, last year. I think we split. And we go from there. See, somebody, so Visible says, yeah, so are we five and one in the division? I think we go, I think we go three and two, man. The two losses that, we, that we're going to go is, uh, is going to be one to the Dolphins, obviously, and one to the Jets. That week 17, week 17 game against the Dolphins is, that's the one that's going to be like, they, they, they're obviously going to flex that one. So we're going to see what it is, man. And you know what? Brew Crew Fishing, you pretty much nailed it, man. We lose to the usual suspect. <laughs> we lose to the usual suspects, man. That's what it's, that's what it's going to come down to it. The one that's kind of questionable is the Jaguars. That's like, that one's a tough one. That's like, ugh, who knows? But yeah, man, that's, uh, it's, that's what it's going to be, man. So we, we go four and two in our division. I'm going to get my pen working. Go four and two in the division. Kind of like last year. And then our external losses are to the Jags, Bengals, and Eagles, and then that Dolphins. Obviously, we're gonna we we're gonna split that one, so that they're gonna win that last one. Yeah, man, that's what it comes down to, folks. Now we will see how this plays out because I'm gonna use this as a reference, obviously. So every time we we going up against this, I'm like, yo, how do how do we pick against these? Okay, we won. Okay, or we lost. Or how do we lose this one? So it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. So, folks, this is all for fun. This is all for fun. Oh, the Knicks lost. Oh, the Knicks. The Knicks. The Knicks lose for real? <laughs> I mean, valiant effort. Valiant effort. A valiant effort for the Knicks. They tried it. My Lakers, I'm about to go watch my Lakers. My Lakers are up 18-7. That's the way it's supposed to be. We'll take that. The Heat, the heat take down the Knicks. KD's bum ass. He's one of my least favorite NBA players of all time. I. There's guys that just I don't I'm not a fan of. KD's one of them. Respect his game. You know what I'm saying? But that's as far as it goes, man. He's like one of those fake tough guys. If you remember him when he's with the Seattle Sonics, the nicest kid ever, man. Just super nice. My mom, he goes to OKC, my mom, you're the best MVP. And then he turned into like a, a heel, like a villain. I was like, ugh. So when you see stuff like this, I'm like, good for your ass, man. You went to the freaking Golden State Warriors, got yourself, you know what I'm saying? You got yourself some some bling. I hear that. And now look at you. You went, over, you went to Phoenix and they said, nah, fam. Joker was like, yo, take these. Take that. <laughs> let, me take, let me send you that, man. Let me take that. So now Lakers just got to take care of the Warriors and we good, baby. And we good. But the Knicks, I wanted the Knicks, I wanted the Knicks to do some good things, man. But Jimmy Butler is just too much. Jimmy Butler is, is just that dude. Jimmy is that dude, man. What did Jimmy do today? Jimmy came to him and did big things or what? I, I, yo, I, yo, look at that, man. Good on Miami, man. Good on Miami. Boy, put in 48, 41 minutes today. Good team effort. Anyway, that's the way it's going to shake out today, folks. Much love, much appreciation to you guys. Um, <laughs> my man said, yo, Eagles, you mean the Philly Bulldogs? Yeah, I know. That's exactly what it is, man. Or you want to call them the Georgia Georgia Eagles, whatever you guys want to call them is what it is, man. So, folks, that is the end of the show. I appreciate it. 
I, I obviously I went much longer than I wanted to go, but I think this was necessary. I think it was good to just touch on this this uh, this, this this whole season. It's gonna be interesting, man. Everybody, if everybody could stay healthy, you know how lovely that would be. If we could actually stay healthy and we play to our potential with everyone there, we're, we'll be, we'd be a tough team to beat, a very tough team to beat, but everybody's improved. A lot of people, especially in the AFC, have improved, man. The Ravens improved. Just with the additions on the offensive side alone, they've gotten better. They've even, I mean, they always draft well as well, so they, they got better on the draft as well. So good on them, man. It's going to be fun, man. My man Rev says, yo, if the Bills don't get the number one seed, what's the real difference between the two and the seven? Home game isn't much of an advantage in January. I'd rather the Bills have to go on the road in good weather for snowstorm. Let me tell you something, Rev. That was the very, the very conversation that was being had uh, when we were vying for that number one spot. When we were vying for that number one spot, it was all about, oh, hold on now. I heard it might be snowing that game. Oof, I don't really like that. This is going to be a problem because when you have those ugly elements of these games, you need, say it with me, folks, a run game. But when you don't have a run game in these nasty, nasty weather, you ain't going to do anything. So when you go back to the Bengals game and you saw how ugly it was getting, guess who had one of the key, key, Key game, key, like, I mean, he was a key player in that game. Mixon. Mixon was running hard body on us, man. And we couldn't counter. So, if we're going to have home field advantage, you got to have those bruiser backs that are ready to, you know what I mean, take the load and go from there, man. But that's a whole different ball game. We're building a new stadium. It's not a dome. <laughs> but we're going to deal with it regardless, bro. Um, let's recap, man. Let's recap the show, and uh, let's, let's sign out of here, man. So um, here's what it comes down to, folks. The Bills are going to have their hands full, and, uh, and rightfully so. That's just the way, that's just the way things are going to play out. And uh, it, it's going to be nice to see McDermott back into his elements, calling plays. We, we're going to see a different Josh Allen, unfortunately for him, you know what I'm saying, on his personal side, not to get into all this stuff because the breakup, allegedly. Um, but, fam, he's going to be a focused and dialed-in player. So he's going to be ready to roll. So that'll be fun to see a different business mean Josh Allen. Like, you know I mean, he means business. He might be calling suckers out on the squad and be like, yo, get it together. Stop dropping footballs. Dalton, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Or Dawson, get, you know what I'm saying? Let's, I'm hoping we get a, a more involved and John, that's not, his, that's not his style, but maybe we see a different man because you know what happens, man. Break up. You know what I'm saying? Things change. Things change. When your lady's not around you, you start kind of, you know, all right, this is what it's going to be like. Okay, so I got to, you know what I'm saying? I'm out all the way and playing football. So that'll be a nice aspect to see. James Cook going to his second year. I'm hoping that we see some good things. The whole line is bolstered. The only thing that's going to that's gonna be a factor is who gets what. You know what I'm saying? Is Torrance going to win that right guard spot and he's there, solidified? Is McGovern going to win that left start, the left, uh, left guard spot? What about Ryan Bates? Has Ryan Bates got something to say about it? The battle going down. 
before Von Miller returns, who's going to step up? Who's going to step up? Ed Oliver? Do we see a big jump from Ed Oliver? Does Greg Rousseau take that jump? What about Boogie Basham? Boogie is in a unique position, man. Ain't nobody really talking about Boogie. So Boogie might be able to come in and say, hey, 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 don't forget about me. I put in work this offseason. There's a lot, a lot of factors to, to look into. That's why camp is going to be fun. Training camp is going to be fun. It's going to be great. It's going to be mad. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. So we'll see. My man, my man Rev said, yo, he got too comfortable. He got way too comfortable. You know, sometimes it happens, man. When you're madly in love. You know what I'm saying? You doing what you do. You're saying you're comfortable. Now you got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And maybe that might be the best Josh Allen that we get for this team. We'll see. We will see. Uh, my man Brew Crew Fishy says, yo, if we fail to win the chip, what will be the number one reason? Offense, defense, receiver, running back? Yo, Brew, you we won't know that until we get there. It really, it really won't be the case because we might lose off some dumb stuff. Or we might win the whole damn thing. And it's not even going to matter whether we finish first seed, second seed, or whatever the case is. Just got to get them does, man. Stack them W's and get from there. So, looks like, uh, folks, we're going to finish the season the way we, we anticipated that we would. All right? With a 13-win season. And, uh, and we go from there. Did I say 13 or 12 win? Either way, we're going we're, we're gonna, to we're gonna be contending for sure. Do we win the division? And that's what it's going to come down to. I think we do win the division. I think we take that, that top spot. And uh, although we will split and we will do some things against opponents outside of our division, I think we, win, we, we get that division. We don't sweep it. I don't think we sweep it. I think the, the division is too tight and too good for us to sit there and sweep it like we've swept it in the past. I think they've caught up to us, and I think they're going to challenge us. But I think we're going to have the edge. And poor, poor Patriots. You're just gonna get. You're just gonna keep getting noogies. The Jets are gonna give you a noogie. The Dolphins are gonna give you a noogie, and I mean, we stay, we stay give you a noogie. You know what I'm saying so. That's what's gonna give us the edge <laughs> in in the East. I'm sorry to say, but that's just what it's gonna be. That's just what it's gonna be. So, hey, it is what it is. My rev, my man Rev says, Yo, Bill's not winning the division, man. At eleven and six, eleven and six won't cut it. It's gonna to be too tough for that. Then you're gonna be you're gonna come down to points, all that stuff. Now you're not you're not doing that. You, you gotta get 12. 12, you need at least 12 to win that division. Too tight. Too good, it's too tight. Too good, too tight, just can't do it. I mean, so uh that's the way we look at it, folks. So that's it for me, folks. I think 12, 12 might get the win in the east. 12 wins should do the trick. Let me 12 wins might do the trick. If we get to 13, that's even better. You know what I'm saying? But 11, hmm, that's tight. That's tight. And if you, let's just say we don't win the division. We don't win the division and we, we finish with 11, 10 wins for whatever reason. We don't want to get there because the AFC is too tough. The AFC is way too tough. So handle your business by winning the division. So that way you don't have to hear about anything. Oh, we need that team to lose and that team to win. If we did, we don't want you to get into that trash. Win your 12 to 13 games. Shit, if you want to win all 16, 17 games, by all means. But at the end of the day, 
You got to get the 12 wins. 11 is cutting it too tight. 12 wins is what you need. Period. Point blank. That's it. So that's what we're hoping for. So let's reference back to this list again. And we'll go from there. So, folks, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your Friday evening. And uh, we will definitely catch back up with y'all later. And uh, until next time, folks, y'all have a good one. And uh, we'll see you guys on Tuesday night. But my man Rev, uh, excuse me, my man uh, Zbot will be back at it on Monday. And then uh, we'll, back, we'll see you back on Tuesday. So mini camp is going on. Kincaid is, is, is doing what he does. And he's looking pretty good. And uh, right now, it's so early. There's really not much to really speak on. These guys are just kind of getting back in shape and doing what they do. So we'll let that play out. We shall let that play out. So, folks, enjoy yourself. Have yourself a great one. And uh, we will catch you guys on the flip side. And uh, be safe. Be good, man. Until next time. It's your boy. And I'm Let's go. Get that tunes in yeah, boy. Damn. A lot of people keep asking me for this track. I found this on Instagram and I looped it and it was it. This guy was just freestyling. I was like, oh, that's dope. And I boom, popped it. So, anyways, have a good one. Catch you later, folks.